0: Yeah, boss. Oh, I wasn't built to get up this time. It's the Luke and Pete show. Yeah, boss. Happy Monday, Peter. Is that what we're doing? Shouting, yeah, boss. Yeah, boss. Yeah. <laughs> Quite satisfying. You do it. Yeah, uh, yeah, boss. See? Yes, yes. There was a man like who used to sell kebab shop. drugs in Camden, um, and he'd stand by the, um, by the bridge going, yes, 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 which was shorthand for, I have drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Translated
1: into um, the common tongue. That is, would you like to buy some drugs from me? Would you like to buy some narcotics? Um, someone did a good tweet recently, which was, um, yeah, being told for the first time uh, that someone loves you is great and everything. Mm. But have you ever been called big man by the guy in the kebab shop? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> he is big man. Yeah, oh. the big man. Love that. I am the big man. Finally, yeah. someone respects me.
1: The guy, kebab shop vernacular is fascinating. The guy <laughs> in the... Um, what could i can get your boss. The guy in the... Because back in the day, you used to spend a lot of time in kebab shops, right? At the end mm. of a night out. I don't really do it anymore, but used to. Mm. And there was a guy who... Um, you know when people move to, say, this country from somewhere else, and mm. they really get involved in a certain aspect mm. of British culture, and it's yeah. really endearing. Yeah. So this guy, who ran the kebab shop at the top of the high street in the town I grew up in, which was called Ocean Breeze. Ocean Breeze. It's quite near the harbour. Um, I mean, to be fair, it was a very romantic title for what was quite a down at hill part of town. <laughs> um, he he was clearly obsessed with only fools and horses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so when he was serving, he always used to say, "Yes, please, lovely jubbly, lovely jubbly." It was amazing.
0: <laughs> yes, please, lovely jubbly. And he had
1: loads of money. And he, yeah, he had a picture of. Um, Del Boy and Rodney Trotter hanging out of the yellow three wheeler nice on the counter behind on the wall behind the counter
0: I like that that is adorable yeah but that was where the theme stopped he's not committed to it there weren't like any kind of like um, ceremonial Rodney Trotter meals or anything no no but not that I can remember you you plonk Rodney Rodney you plonk chips yeah (laughs) <laughs> plonker kebab. Plonka. Well, um, you get yourself a
1: plonker. It's a king size kebab. Talk to me about your kebab, get back in the day, because I would never eat in, because that's where the
0: fights used to happen. Um, yeah, no, there's, there's, there's nothing to be gained from eating in. Um, no, just, yeah, mainly just a lot of kebab meat. I didn't go with the pitters. I mean, I should be really rakish thin, but um, uh, because I never used to eat any carbs. But um, yeah, it was just basically kebab, garlic sauce. I'll see you later. I, tried, I think I spoke about it before. I tried to make a man. Uh, I paid him a good £10 um, mm. to make me a kebab sausage. Like, as in gouge a sausage out of the kebab meat to make myself a big sausage. But that's his
1: moneymaker, that, that spinning thing. He's not going to There gonna was very that. little
0: left, and it was a Wednesday night. But um, What did he say? He said, it's not going to be cooked. <laughs> oh, right. I hear that a lot. <laughs> it's not going to be cooked. <laughs> care, he said, make sure you take it home and eat um, and, and put it in the microwave for two minutes. So my, Although, nee- my niece... I didn't. I is- ate it Immediately. My, sucks to be you, mate. My niece. So he did it,
1: and you and you ate it uncooked. Yeah, the, the inside was sake. uncooked. The outside was cooked. How are you? But that's. Hang on a minute. How are you even alive? All that stuff's already cooked. It's it's the salad that kills you. The salads are bad for germs, apparently. <laughs> my niece, um, she's three, and she's the she loves um eating sausages, right? But she's the only person who I know who likes them anywhere near as much as you do, right? And every time you have a conversation with her, what do you want for lunch? Obviously, straight away, chocolate. Mm. We can't have chocolate. All right, sausages. <laughs> every, like, every meal, sausages. <laughs> it, the, the hierarchy is chocolate. Well, you're not having that. Sausages. And if there's no sausages, a hard-boiled egg. <laughs> and it's,
0: it's roughly reminiscent of kind of what I can imagine you going through in your when, mind. Whenever I hear the words hard-boiled egg, I think about a childish rhyme we used to do in the schoolyard. Isn't it a pity the woman in the city got hit on the titty with a hard-boiled egg? Whoa! Mm. I've
1: never heard that one before. No, I I, you know, one nobody before. really has. I, I wonder where it came from. So your kebab shop, your kebab shop order is just a load of donna meat, garlic sauce. See put you it in later. The, put it,
0: close the lid. See, it it I did, see you later. See you later. How much you pay for that back in the day? A few quid, probably <laughs> three quid. Yeah, a couple of yeah. quid. It was always a bit cheaper than having the pitter. Who wants the pitter?
1: Bar off. Boring. Mine. Mine would be um, probably. I think back in the day, doner meat and in a pitter, so mm. donna kebab mm. with a bit of salad, lots of onions, mm. loads of garlic sauce, and
0: then chips as well. Yeah. So I wonder why we were such Lotharios back in the day with that kind of breath. And I wonder why we hold on. on. Was that Curtis Stigers?
1: Tears in our eyes. He's quite good value on Twitter these days. Hello at LukeandPetra.com with your kebab shop stories. This is a fascinating topic. I'll tell you why. One, because everyone will have one if they're based in the UK. Mm. And two, I'm going to say outside of the UK and Ireland there's not really a kebab shop culture no. so it's going to be a nice interesting Turkey. insight for people listening out. <laughs> yeah but that's much it's much better there <laughs> like i'll tell you what when i lived in auckland you used to be able to get i remember um, i had a job for a bit and i remember the first time i saw someone come back in at lunchtime with a doner kebab right and i was like what is that that is a brave move isn't it what do you mean at l- what lunchtime yeah sober uh, but he was like no no, no Honestly, they're really nice. Mm. So I, I walked down there a couple I didn't waltz down there. I walked down there a couple of days <laughs> later. <laughs> it's but it kebab was time. Beautiful quality meat wrapped properly in almost like a a quite aerated naan type bread. Right. So it almost looked a bit like a burrito. Yeah. With sauce in there and salad. It was absolutely delicious, but I had to say to him at the time, if you go to if you go to the UK, don't, don't have one as a that.
0: Please do not. I don't even know if they're open at lunchtime. Iceland used to do um or heron um Food like frozen foods. uh, The food shop would have um, four little frozen kebabs. sorry heron frozen? I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's like a northern thing. It would possibly, Um, but it was um, a frozen kebab. The pita with the uh, with the donut meat in it, and you'd um, you'd cook it in the microwave, and it would have a little um, portion of chili sauce, and you pour on it. I used to wolf those down when I was a kid. Delicious. But do you objectively know that they are terrible? What do you mean? So you you are you actually eating this
1: gun? This is amazing, or are you going? For what it is, it's actually alright, but I know this is horrendous.
0: Oh no, it, I, th- I don't think I had that much scope. As I said, my mum wasn't a gifted um, chef, cook. So she would
1: just let you walk to the frozen food shop, get the microwaveable kebabs? No, she'd
0: buy them for us. <laughs>
1: really? Yeah. She'd buy us all kinds of crap. Your sister used to do all that stuff as well? Yeah. Bug it.
0: Did you ever have a proper meal when you were a kid? What do you mean? <laughs> I'm, taking a, I'm taking a break. I'm going to be back with some emails. I'm taking break. You can't take a break, Pete. Why? We're fucking six minutes in. All right, we're not having a break now. We've got a lot of emails. To talk to through. me about your roast dinners on a Sunday. Uh, they're, they're not good. Um, <laughs> my mum will never hear this. So and so we're hard. not taking
1: a break because I want to talk to you about a woman who I found on the BBC website. And I'm
0: glad that last bit of the sentence came. she is. <laughs> here she is. She is. I found Sit a
1: woman. down. No, listen to this. You'll love this, Pete. This is All a right. bit of you, this. All right. Margaret Gallagher is her name. Right. And she has lived...
0: It's better be worth not going to the second half of the break. She has lived
1: <laughs> off-grid, right, um in Ireland. Yeah. I think it's not possibly Northern Ireland, bit 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 sort of shaky ground there, but it's that part of the world. Mm. Um off-grid since uh, she was born in 1942. Right, okay. So, she's never had any electricity in her house? Mm-hmm. Never had any running water? Mm-hmm. And she's lived that way uh, ever since she was been born, and now she lives alone um, off grid. And she says, "I'm doing it because I'm doing it because I like doing it, not because I'm a hippie or that I think it's new and fashionable." <laughs> My childhood was over at ten. My father took the bed with severe arthritis, so it was never feasible for me to do anything else. Um, and she and, and and she's lived in this 18th century cottage, thatched cottage, which mm. has been in her family since the 1700s, and it's never had any electricity or running water. I think that's absolutely fascinating.
0: Uh, it's fascinating, but I mean, it's just the arrogance of modern life that we think that uh, that we have this idea of off-grid. People have really been living that way for centuries. Could you do that? No, oh, God, no, no. As, long as I had Wi-Fi. Maybe I think where that kind of doesn't count. Where would I get my frozen kebabs? <laughs> yeah,
1: but how long would you last if you had to live
0: in probably that, longer in than one. I probably longer than I do now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the, all the trappings of uh, modern life, as uh, will, will be taking a considerable amount off my life.
1: But I, I think that she. I mean, the thing is surely mm. she goes and buys food and stuff still and she may cook it on a fire <clears throat> yeah. or and boil water from her, she goes exactly. Down to someone well
0: must and... be supplying her with food presumably no it doesn't Nor really say know? but I presume uh. she's going to the shops to buy it I mean she's not killing like, she, <laughs> uh,
1: She's killing all her food and everything I, I just think it's an interesting kind of way to live and, and it's funny I'll tell you what really brings it home for you and this has happened to you as well is when you get a power cut mm. and you're like Oh. I'm down to the bare bones now. Yeah, what 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 am I gonna do? Because first your first thing your first instance thinking is to go on the phone to try and find out when it's gonna be sorted. Yeah. But you've got no Wi Fi, mm. so you have to make sure you've got phone coverage. Mm. Then you think, right, what I need to do is find some candles. And now I live with my wife, that's doable because mm. she's got candles everywhere in the house. Back in the day... Does she
0: have Yankee candles? No. They're quite popular. She, a, a couple. I know she's American. <laughs> a
1: couple. A couple, but um, generally we just have uh, candles and we have, I don't right. know, like if it's nice and it's getting twilight and we have dinner or whatever. Oh. But back in the day, I'd never have any candles. So that's an example of what it's like. But I guess the difference is between her and us is that our houses and our homes aren't geared up for that off-grid business, are no. they? Whereas hers obviously is. <clears throat> but... You, you would be all right, I reckon. You just... You, I mean, I reckon your dad
0: would absolutely love it. Well, it's more... Uh, nah, I don't know. Uh, he but he, he but can I, watch DVDs, like, though. Like, he can watch his DVDs. Um, yeah, but we don't get as many power cuts as we used to. Like I remember... I was talking about the lack of insects. We, you know, we talk about... Um, people have been talking about how there's much fewer inse- insects nowadays. And it's true. Like, I remember... There was just there was just summer periods where you just see loads and loads of blue bottles and, and yeah. midges and all that yeah. stuff, yeah. and you just don't see it. And apparently, there's been a massive cut in the in the amount of insects, in certainly in the UK anyway. Um, but in in this case, yeah, I we don't get power cuts half as much uh, anymore. I think I've no. had one just simply because I live in the centre uh, centre of town. I never had one when I lived out and out in. Uh,
1: I can't remember. I water. I our, our water gets. Uh, we've got a terrible problem. where I live with water. I think, right. I think the, the the water uh, pipes are really. Um, yeah right and Thames Water who are an absolute f- fucking disgrace mm. um, and I don't want to get political because it's not really the show for it but I tell you what is the point of fucking privatisation if you were going to privatise it to one company mm. the whole point I mean whether you agree with privatisation or not the whole mm-hmm. premise of it is to set up competition to drive prices mm. down, to get better service for less money, but there's no competition in water because you have to have Thames water. But there's
0: no, there's no investment in the, when you privatise something, just like the rails, there's no, um, there, there as a company, there is, if you're if the contract only runs for say five years or seven years, there is no need for them to invest in the infrastructure. Because, because they know they're not they're going to be, a, they know they're gonna be yeah. able to make that money back.
1: Pete, honestly, I remember <laughs> about six months ago, the water just went off, right, like, for no reason. Mm. So like, what the fuck's happening? Right, Mm. so you you go onto the website, look at Thames, oh yeah, we're aware of the incident, whatever. And actually, the first time it happened, I called them, Mm. and told them, and they didn't know anything about it. And then they sent me a text saying, by the way, your water's turned. I was like, yeah, I fucking know that, I told you that. (laughs) And then, then I I found myself in 2018, walking with uh, my wife down to the shop, to get water, and there was no water in the shops because everyone had bought it. Oh,
0: everyone had got involved. So we had
1: to go back, get in the car, drive about a mile away, and get loads of bottled water. The second time it happened, without (laughs) warning, when they were working on pipes, they didn't even tell us, I was in the middle of a shower and had shampoo in my hair. (laughs) No joke. It's it's, it's ridiculous. Oh, that would be lovely. That would be wonderful. But I mean, I had a... I I remember going crazy at, um, at my wife going... Meme, you need to go in the shop. She was like, "Why?" I said, "Come here, come here. I'm in the shower. The water's so off. shampoo all over my face." It's like, yeah. "Get your shoes on. Go to the shop. Get some water for me." It's, it's just crazy. But anyway, power cuts. We've been all right with it. There could was you not a, have
0: used milk. Could have done, couldn't I? Could have been very that's, restorative. For,
1: uh, that's for uh, pepper spray. Um, <laughs> but that's what you do with pepper spray, right? If you get pepper spray, you pour milk in, yeah. your, in your face. Um, but, a, is it not capucin? No, capsicum. 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 When I was in Santorini, there was a power cut for about half an hour. Oh, yeah, you'll get that. Yeah, And I think it happens a lot, obviously, in in places like Nigeria and that Mm. kind of stuff. Anyway, now we can have a break, Pete, because we've talked about living off-grid and power cuts, and that was very important to me.
0: All right, then. I'm going to press this button, and then we'll be back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot.
1: I'm pretty chilled out about this, actually. I've had five pints of Guinness and my wife just left me for another man. I can't mention her name. Jackie, I'm sorry about that. So actually, you know, the fact that it's a four-hour delay on a flight doesn't bother me. The
0: the more um, I hear that, the better that joke gets. The delivery's quite not as bad as I thought it was the first time I heard it. If you haven't had the luxury
1: of seeing what that man looks like, (laughs) <laughs> Don't worry. He looks exactly Nucky. like you think he <laughs> <Yes>. does. <laughs> yeah. There we go. It's he time looks for like the a man um,
0: who's lost a wife. It's time somewhere.
1: for the. Oh, that's a so shame. What it's, do you mean? It's time for the email section of the show. All right, um, although we are quite loosely, um, loosely attached to these kind of. Um, features hello at Luke and Pete is the place to get mm. in touch as we always say and you are very welcome to do so current um backlog is at 421 emails oh. which I, I know a lot of those will be spam from when people signed us up I shit. would say
0: 300 of those yeah would be but we were,
1: we were running low about two weeks ago and now mm. we've come right back up to speed again so thank you very much to everyone who has done so so far um Here's, I'm just going to get this one done, Pete, because this one is from a week or two ago and I um, I didn't get around to reading it and I promised the guy on the show a couple of weeks ago that I would get to it at some point. So um, here we are. Yes, so this is from Philip who says, Luke and Pete, I'm pretty sure you'll not have heard anything like this before. Mm-hmm. I'm from a large family of eight, five boys and three girls, and this made, of course, for a total of ten, including the parents. As luck would then have it, there were not many months that had two birthdays in And so they were spread evenly throughout the year. Mm. And the birthday in December was early and had no real impact on the Christmas gift situation. As a family, we celebrated my father's birthday every year in early April. My mother giving my dad a few quid to go to the pub and have a good old time and a special dinner or meal awaiting on his return. Every year, even when we became teens and young adults leaving home and having our own children, that's what would happen. It wasn't until he died and the paperwork was being reconciled that it became apparent that his birthday was actually in late May. A very British problem mm. taken to an extreme. Um, and Philip says, keep, keep up the good work. At 59, I feel quite young to be listening to your show. So basically, what Philip is saying is, to maintain the equilibrium throughout the year of birthdays, mm. his old man has jumped on a the grenade there and said, I'll celebrate my birthday in early April, I don't mind.
0: That's good, I like that. Yeah, I think there should be, because I've got a couple of mates who are like June 8th, June 9th, June 10th, June 11th. Um, and it's kind of hard to sort of choose which ones to hang out with on that weekend. Can't they do a joint thing? I don't know. No, they other. might know, not know each other. My friend problem.
1: Chris always used to complain back in the. This is a very first world problem, but he always used to complain that his birthday was on the fourth of January, <clears throat> which was right in the eye of the. I'm a bit blown out after Christmas, yeah. I've got no money Health kind kick, of storm, and no one would ever stuff, want to yeah. go out for his birthday. No, that's, that's, um, that is depressing. But what he doesn't know is it's because we just didn't like him very much.
0: Well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, do you, you think that's a really that great dad thing to do? And what Phil doesn't mention, Philip yeah. doesn't mention in that, and I think it's intimated and implied, but it's not stated, and I think it should be stated, his dad's a bloody good egg, mm. because he's done the good thing there. He's not, he doesn't want to crowd anyone else's birthday, take yep. anything away from any of his children's birthdays. But he still wants one. He definitely that's wants one. Bit. He wants to go to
0: the pub. <laughs> for a beer, sponsored by his wife, good for him.
1: But he's done a he's done a good thing there, and I respect it. Wonderful.
0: Um, I just hope that his family uh, endorse and in, enjoy uh, that particular change. Yeah. In the time, uh, Brad from Century which is in Florida, apparently. Century Florida. Century Florida. Bloody hell. Uh, listener from day one, sporadic emailer. and uh, We've talked about, um, I'm sure we've done like Kids Say the Funniest Things uh, emails before, but these are quite good. Um, a little more somber mood than uh, times before. Waiting in the hospital over the last week. Looks like my wife is set to deliver our fourth daughter, Uh, within the next day 31 weeks with a few complications so uh, I thought I'd drop a line in the meantime a lot of people listen to the Luke and Pete show through uh, births deaths marriages and it's it's, it's it's lovely lovely to hear uh, whatever you've got on your plate but I hope everything uh, goes swimmingly um, after this, uh, with my mind on my kids, I thought I'd share some of the best knowledge they've dropped on me over the five years, or sorry, over the uh, years. Uh, well, my oldest two daughters, they can speak well enough for me to understand they're five and six now. Uh, I know it drags on a bit. Read what you care to. Some are quite philosophical. And I, I agree. I think they are. Brad from Century in, in Florida. Um, Elsa, four years old, says, I'm thirsty and I want junk mail. <laughs> Just pouring a big sack of yeah. junk milk But my, my niece, of, nom,
1: my niece, every week, she went, uh, we always all just sat around, she went to my mum, obviously her, her nana, she yeah. went, nana? And my mum went, yeah, she went, do you want to go on a date with me?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's good, I like that. Yeah. Uh, there was a video of some kids finding out that they were going to be um, brothers, or they were all deep brothers, I guess, but they were going to uh, be joined by someone else that had a baby. And they were like, here's the picture of the baby. And they went, oh, it's a baby, you're pregnant. Yeah. And then the other one went, when did you have sex? Oh, really? <laughs> cheeky, um, Elsa. Four. Uh, I wish the world would start over. I'm ready to be a baby again. <laughs> <I like. laughs> That's good. I love Elsa. She's great news. Hey, old painty, uh, talking about a can of paint that they dropped on the parking lot at uh, a, a dance class three months earlier. Hey, old painty. Even if you're even if you're all dried up, we still love you. Oh, that's talking cute. about some dry
1: paint. This is this is reminding me of a um I can't find it anywhere online. I've looked before. There's a great um do you remember that? I think it might be that show that um they did where they followed kids all through their oh, right. lives, yeah, 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 so every yeah. couple of years or whatever. Yeah. It might I might be conflating the two things, but anyway, it was a, certainly a sort of eighties ish documentary of these kids, and I think they're about five at the time. There's one kid there with this mm. kind of like he was like a real little cockney kid and he had like a remember we all used to wear those little pullover vest jumpers? Yes. And they had like a big collar underneath it, and he was at school, and he had like long hair, and he was this. Uh, and they would they would sit him down, and they would do pieces to camera with yep. him, and sometimes it'd be really unintentionally funny. And this particular kid, he they, I remember it like like it was clear as a bell. And the the, the interviewer says to him, "What what um what do you like?" And he's like, "I like football." Like, what don't you like? He Goes, I don't like girls. <laughs> girls are girls are stinky or whatever. And then and the guy goes to, him, "What would you do if a girl tried to?" Start talking to you, and he goes,
0: I'll kick her in the head. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, that's it's, roost to live your life by. Um, <laughs> Madeline Six says, I wish that like, I could just sneeze all the time. Um, I get that, though. Elsa, what? Well,
1: I, so I get that because satisfying. it's a
0: very nice feeling, isn't it, sneezing? Mm. Like, Not if you've got loads of them, though, they just can be quite an annoyance. No, But
1: you know, when one's building up,
0: yeah. and the, the release of it yeah. is very, very enjoyable. It's orgasmic, something of an orgasm. Is it? Apparently. No, not, well, that's what in the schoolyard. Um, Elsa. Um, schoolyard? Sorry, back, back in the day. Yeah. Uh, let's make that very clear. Uh, Elsa for <laughs> Elsa. Uh, Elsa says, bring me Q-tips. I love them, but I will not marry them because they don't have lips or hands. That's fair enough. Yeah.
1: Don't put Q-tips in your ears, kids.
0: That's, no. a, that's a very important point, by the way. Elsa and Madeline talking to each other. Uh, my imaginary friend died. But I thought you had two. They both died. And they're babies oh dear (laughs) and finally for now there's a couple here Uh, if an alligator this is Madeline after uh, I told uh, her hand knives and BB guns wouldn't kill an alligator she says if an alligator tried to get me I would get a BB gun and I'd put blueberries in it poison ones and then I'd kill the alligator brave good good plan good plan brave Uh, Madeline when my lip bleeds I just like to suck the blood back into my body because if you use a paper towel to wipe it off then the paper towel will go to the dump and it's like you're throwing yourself away true I'm having that Madeline I'm putting that on a t-shirt and finally for now Madeline's final quote. Um, remember that man that we met at the hospital when we went to see grandma that said he flipped his car? That is something you could do like in a talent show. That's really talented. I mean, if he wouldn't have lost his arm. <laughs> 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 oh, Madeline, Elsa, and in turn, Brad from Century, that's in Florida. Uh, thank you for your
1: dispatch. There's also a good line in. Yeah, thanks for that. That was great. There was also a good line. Um, of, uh, is a good, there's a good line of people who share creepy things their kids have said. Have oh, you right, seen? Yeah. Have you heard that? Yeah. So, like, things like I've got a, list of, them, a few list of them here. Um, and people contribute the things that their kids have said to them, which have really freaked them out. And, uh, one is walking past an old cemetery, my then three year old son casually said, My brother is in there. When I reminded him that he didn't have a brother, he says, No, mum, from before, when the other lady was my mum.
0: Oh, God.
1: Yeah. And this That's one, and this one's good. Um, I was tucking in my two-year-old. He said, goodbye, dad. I said, no, we say goodnight. He said, I know, but this time it's
0: goodbye.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the dad says, I had to go back in there every half an hour just to check on him, make sure he was still there. It's funny, isn't it, man? Because
0: this is something that if, you know, something happened, you'd be like, he fucking warned me. He fucking warned mm. me. And the uh, final one now is, he, he said, <laughs>
1: this one guy said, when my son was was small, I was talking to him about growing potatoes. Um. And uh, <laughs> this is just so weird. It's like it's like so innocuous, but it is this is the creepiest thing. Yeah. So he says, he's got this kid, like his this three-year-old. And he's talking to about growing potatoes. It's a good thing to do, right? Educate kids about the you know stuff yeah. grows and everything. And he says, and he was I was describing how we do it, and we bank up the mud and the ground around the potatoes, and mm. we make sure we water them and stuff. And apparently, at the end of it, the kid just went. I used to do that when I was an old man.
0: Oh, no. Yeah, it's not nice, is so it? So spooky. Funny. But um, <laughs> let's, um, let's, let's,
1: let's go back to, um, actually, it's kind of a similar uh, similar type of subject. Um, this is from Stephen in Cardiff. who talks mm-hmm. about his mother um, dishing out um, punishment because episode 169, I said I was grounded by my mum for saying the F word, mm. which you then said, Pete, apparently that was harsh. Um yeah. And uh, um, not worth the grounding. Stephen's got in touch saying he wishes his mother was as lenient as both as both of yours seem to have been. My once, my mum once grounded me for a month, for a month Mm. for drinking her last can of blackcurrant tango.
0: (laughs) Uh, Look, blackcurrant tango. It's a long lost, beautiful drink. When I told my mates this, it led to them coming to my house
1: almost every day of this month to remind me that I'd been tangoed. (laughs) Oh. So I was only 14, and he said, oh, my sister was once grounded for two weeks for saying the swear word bloody, which she heard on Harry Potter. Um, I don't know what she would have done if she actually caught me swearing. I think she may have killed me. Uh, anyway, I'm now in my uh, mid-twenties and she's too old to chase me, so I'll say whatever the fuck I want. You <laughs> got the good luck, uh, work, that's from Stephen. But that
0: is very harsh. That is very harsh. So the, one,
1: one thing that's also come through on emails about um, being grounded as a kid. Um, And this is quite an interesting one. Were you ever grounded,
0: Pete? Um, I stole some books from school. That wasn't... Whoa. Hang on a minute. That was a poor... uh, I've spoken about this before, but um, yeah, I stole some uh, books uh, and they um, ground me for a couple of months. That was was pretty hefty. I deserved it. A couple of months? Well, like I was... Uh, maybe just a month, but I, I remember just being like in the house quite a lot because I'd been naughty.
1: Well, the tactics were when you were grounded was mm. to make yourself subtly so annoying, so annoying. Yeah, yeah. so you, like could, you go but but uh, something that's money's been made clear on email and actually from thinking about it now and being reminded of it. Some of my friends were the same when we were kids. For me, being grounded was just that I couldn't go out. Mm. So and that was a killer because I love going outside. Um, but a lot of my friends, when they were grounded, TV out the room. No video games. Okay. Certain foods weren't allowed. Right. And you couldn't go out. Right. So there was a de- very much a sliding scale on what was... Allowed. Allowed and what wasn't. So when you were granted, it was just that you couldn't go out.
0: So there was different... Yeah. Yeah. I still had all my home comforts. Actually, the big punishment is my dad would take the fuse out of my computer plug. What Lit- are we talking about? Is the X-Spectrum? Oh, Omega uh, oh, yeah. 12, Omega 6, Omega 500 plus, I think. Um, and bearing in mind that my dad has fuses all over the house. Just found another one. Just found another one. Twelve amp fuse. Put it back in. So you make sure it? you got the right one? Sweet isn't it? I what? know my fuses bitch. What would have happened if you didn't get the right fuse? Well it depends if there's a power surge or not, I suppose, isn't it? Or yeah, if you know it what? was drawing too much power.
1: I used to push the boundaries by going down to the bottom of the garden, mm. climbing up on top of the shed and watching my friends who all played in the back alley behind our house and actually hanging out with them but not Leaving the, leaving the
0: perimeter.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, and, and I would negotiate with my parents with that. I'd be like, because I was quite a precocious, pretentious child. Oh, really? As <laughs> you can imagine. I would say, well, hang on a minute. No, hang on a minute. You said, yeah, you I can't said leave the house. You C- but this is the grounds the of the perimeter. house. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. sticking to it. And then what I would also do, if it was a really hot day and my mum was like a little bit, you know, doing stuff around the house, I would just follow her around, asking yeah. her questions, all that kind of stuff. Until she would say, look, all right, it's been a couple of days now. Yeah, you know, groundings
0: out, yeah. yeah, groundings are very much um uh, a furric victory for uh for, for, for parents. Yeah. Right? Because you're just in a situation yeah. where you're just where you've kind of made the child follow you around and, 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 and you're just gonna be problematic.
1: But also, in, in our in our late thirties, mm. a month goes like that. Yeah. Well, a month when you're a kid is ridiculous. <laughs> like a six weeks' holiday when you're a kid. Used to It literally used to feel like... Forever, you I You couldn't feel the end of sight. And yeah. I know for a fact that we're probably going to have, I think, maybe five weeks this summer where we're going to be doing different bits and pieces mm. and we won't be doing as much stuff. Mm. And to me, I'm thinking, that's oh, not that long.
0: No, uh, no, not in, the, not in the world of podcasts. Podcasts. Uh, podcasts. Um, yeah. yeah, have we got five weeks? I thought it was less than that, either way. Everything Ooh. always feels well, like more work than it actually, yeah, actually isn't it? <laughs> we'll thrash, yeah, we'll thrush we'll that. I've, I've, I've kind of manoeuvred myself into a situation in my life where... Even uh, not even moderate amount of work. If I have to be in a place for an hour, I'm like, oh, I've got to be in a place for an hour. Rubbish. Yeah, I know <laughs> what you
1: mean. And we should maintain some perspective, shouldn't we? That's yes. very, very
0: important because Hugely. it
1: wasn't. At one point, you were cutting up pork for a job. Mm-hmm. Um, I was um, patching calls in a call center through to my friends' mobile phones. True. True. Um, rather than doing actual yeah. work, so um, it could be worse. I remember getting. I remember having a job where I was properly monitored about whether I was allowed to go to the toilet or not. Right. They say call centre. I don't know if it's got any better now, but they say call centres are like the modern-day workhouses.
0: Yeah, hugely.
1: Um, so there you go.
0: Zero hours, contracts, and also um, nobody getting paid a living wage, and also terrible working conditions. And people are just... And that's just here at Radio Stacano. <laughs> <on. laughs> <laughs> it isn't. We pay everyone fairly. And that's the
1: right way to be. The only people who don't pay fairly are Pete Donaldson, because I he's got no... Use for conventional money.
0: I heard, yeah, I'm I'm living off grid. I had a, a a rival um set up like ours, um looking for work experience over the summer, um for free labour. I'm not having that.
1: No, people they were they they released something saying, um, oh, we need you to do this, but you won't get paid, but it'll be great experience. Great experience. That is a cop out. Pay not people. Not in
0: 2019, mate. In the words of um
1: um Ray Liotta in Goodfellas, talking about Jimmy Conway. Fuck, Fuck you, you. Pay baby. me. Mm. Yeah. All right. Anyway, let's go. All right, That's then. enough slagging off of other people. Yeah. We'll do some of that on, uh, on the next show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this was a Radio Stakhanov production.